Welcome to today's online message from Long Eaton Oasis Christian Centre. We are a church at the heart of the community, with a heart for the community. We're so glad that you've joined us. We hope that you'll be inspired and encouraged today. Please don't hesitate to contact us. If you want to find out more, you can visit our website, www.longeatonoasis.co.uk, or you can direct messages. Well, it's great to be with you and thank you so much for joining us today. We're meeting together at Derby Road in person and uh, here online. If you're not able to uh, meet us, we'd love to see you as we gather together in person. But this is a great opportunity to meet also. We are starting a a new series together called Empowered. And uh, we're going to be looking at the Holy Spirit in the life of the Christian and the believer. And that's where we're going to go over the next few weeks as we share together. You know, my own personal story is that I've been a Christian a couple of years, I think, by this time. And uh, I started a study with an elder in the local evangelical church that I was attending. And we looked at the work of the Holy Spirit in uh, the life of a Christian. And uh, we looked at the life of Jesus. And then we spent some time looking at the letter, the book of Acts. And it was during that point of time that I really felt that, you know, I needed that sense of the power of the Spirit in my own life. And uh, with the encouragement of this elder in the church, we did this study together, I started to seek the fullness of God's Spirit in my heart and life. And there came a point in my my life, a a number of months after just studying and then seeking God, that I was uh, in a room on my own. I was doing some, uh, I think, some research because I was studying as as a a technician, an electronics technician, and um, I had some Christian music on, and I'd been seeking God and just asking God to fill my life, that I really felt a real sense of the presence and power of God filled the room that I was in. I think it was my bedroom. And uh, I felt overwhelmed to the point of a real sense that I was um, wave upon wave of God's love uh, came upon and filled and flooded my whole, my whole being to such the point that I, I began to cry profusely. For me, it wasn't laughter. It was a real sense of that I was indeed held and loved by God, who was my, my father. And this experience was, was really incredibly powerful. I remember going back and sharing with this uh, elder friend of, of mine in this local church what had happened to me. It was at that point that I, I realised, I, I, Philip, I've been filled, baptised, filled with the person of the Holy Spirit. And it, it was a real profound turning point in my Christian walk. Um, I um, went on to um, leave that particular church because they didn't really believe that the Holy Spirit could fill your life in that way. And I, I started to go a, a number of months later to a, a local Pentecostal church and uh, I found myself in, in that, that local church and, and it, it was an amazing point in my own life. And um, a year or so later, I, I decided I wanted to go to Bible college to train and, and go to college myself. And uh, the local pastor in that Pentecostal church would take me along to go visiting with permission of the people that he'd be visiting explaining that I would looking to be a student and to train for ministry myself and it was on one occasion and this was about a year after I'd been filled with the Holy Spirit that one occasion I went with my pastor that I, I had a word of knowledge 
I, I, we were sitting and, and with a family and there was something with, with the, they, the, uh, uh, the father was, was sharing with my pastor, you know, uh, a concern uh, with their son at school. And um, I just felt the Holy Spirit say a particular word. The word was dyslexia. And uh, I, I just shared this. It came, came into my heart and head at that time and shared this. And it turned out that that was something that, that they began to look into. And it, it turned out that, that they got help regarding that within their family. And it was my first experience of um, having like a word, a word of knowledge. And um, the power of the Holy Spirit to be empowered. And, uh, you know, this is for all, for all of us. And it's um, not just the Pentecostals, it's for all believers and to come to understand that. So, you know, who is the Holy Spirit? You know, the Holy Spirit isn't just a force. You know, if uh, from the, the Star Wars films, over 40 years ago, Star Wars would have uh, uh, um, come onto the, the scene and um, it has been incredibly influential. There's a scene where Luke Skywalker in one of the original films is trying to raise his spaceship from uh, a lake and uh, Yoda is in, in teaching him, training him, and uh, he, he can't do it, but Yoda does. And uh, you know, Yoda then says to Luke, "You know, you need to believe the Force is everywhere. It's in everything. It's in you. You just need to believe and 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 tap into it." And uh, Luke goes on to be a great master of the Force. But it, it's not the Force. The Holy Spirit is not the Force. And yet, sometimes as Christians, if we're not careful, um, we we can share upon the Holy Spirit as if the Holy Spirit is like a force or an energy, a power, and the Holy Spirit is powerful and uh, we can see experience a certain sense of God's miraculous power absolutely true but the Holy Spirit is more than a force and we should be looking at that in the Old Testament so the first thing is this uh, let's have a look at that together just for the next few moments in the short time that we do have together in the Old Testament the Holy Spirit is revealed as the breath of God or the the, the Hebrew word is ruach uh, breath of God or the spirit of the Lord the spirit of God throughout the Old Testament in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 we read there that the spirit of God or the ruach of God was hovering over the waters the word it means they're brooding incubating about to bring birth and life to the whole of creation the creative heart of God the power creative heart of God the life of God and uh, over the waters, which was formless and void. And then God speaks and then there's life and creation and creativity and life. And uh, this is the, the, in the Old Testament, the revelation that, we, that we, we receive upon the Holy Spirit. It's the breath and life of God. And throughout the Old Testament, we, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, comes upon men and women and inspires, guides, and gives them a sense and gives power and releases power. And this is the, what we begin to see in, in the Old Testament, the revelation that we have uh, in the Old Testament. And so a man like Samson receives incredible strength when the Spirit of God or the breath of God is upon him and in his life and he defeats armies and leads out to battle. People are amazed on another occasion when a man called Saul 
who is then chosen to be king uh, after the judges period, uh, chosen to be king of, of Israel. It says they're amazed when it's, it's Saul amongst the prophets as he's prophesying and, and ecstatically. Uh, they're amazed that this is this, this, this young man who was a, who was a good, good leader, but is he amongst the prophets? They're quite amazed when the Spirit of God comes upon him. David, King David, was an amazing king, a great king and a successful warrior because he's the heart of God and the Spirit of God was upon him. And yet it's also David in the psalm who says, do not take your spirit from me. You know, don't cast me away. And so the Spirit of God, the breath of God, the life of God, the power of God, the creative heart of God comes upon men and women and um, can come off as well and can be taken away. Now, when we come into the New Testament period and there is a there is a progressive revelation and this is what we see regarding the holy spirit uh, in the new testament we, um, we we see that the old testament is a witness to the spirit that is anticipated at a coming to a later coming time when the ministry of the spirit would come in its completion in and through the life and heart of the Messiah, Jesus. And so what we see with the Old Testament is there's an anticipation. We have a picture of the Holy Spirit, but it's an anticipation of a fullness yet to come, which comes with the Messiah, Jesus. And so uh, Paul the Apostle speaks of the shadow lead coming with the light, and the light is, the fullness is in Christ, and the fullness of the Holy Spirit comes at that point as well. And this is open to you and I. And so in the New Testament, we see the fullness or the light. And we see a fuller picture of the Holy Spirit. And with Jesus the Messiah, that time had come. And so in John chapter 14, verses 16 to 20, 25 to 27, I'm just going to pick out just a, a, a discourse that Jesus shares about the Holy Spirit. And it's quite remarkable. And he says this, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate or counsellor to help you and to be with you forever. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because he neither, they neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not be with you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. And before long, the world will not see me anymore. But you will see me because I live. You also will live. And on that day, you will realize that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you. All this, Jesus goes on to say, I've spoken to you while still with you, but the advocate, the counsellor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, and don't let your hearts be troubled. He says there, he refers to the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God now, the Holy Spirit as the advocate Another translation will say, counsellor, comforter. And so this idea of advocate, an advocate is a person who brings both comfort and counsel. And this is, this is the idea that, it, that, is, that is there. The Holy Spirit is a powerful person on our side. He's working um, with us and for us. And this is what Jesus said. He's like an advocate, a counsellor, a comforter. He works with you and for for you on your behalf 
And this is quite incredible that we see now. It's gone, gone. The, the revelation is, in, is, is coming to its completeness now. And this is where we're, we're at today. The Spirit of God comes to be with us and for us. He's with us. He's a comforter. He helps, consoles, uh, lifts, heals. And, but he's also for us. He's a counsellor. He speaks on our behalf before God and into the circumstance and situation. And so we have this dimension of the advocate, the counsellor, the comforter. He refers to him as a person. The spirit is a he. It's referred to in a masculine pronoun. And he says it's not a force. The spirit isn't a force or just an energy or just God coming upon, but it's, it's, it's another person, a spirit person of the, the full of the Godhead, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. And um, he goes on to say he'll be in you forever. So there's this understanding that the spirit will indwell us and will be with us always and he'll bring Jesus to us. He's another counsellor, another advocate, just like Jesus, bringing Jesus to, to us, but, but in the Spirit. And so there's this understanding, it, the Holy Spirit doesn't then come off us. The person of the Spirit now, we understand, won't come away from us, but lives in us, with us, amongst us, comforting us, counselling us, uh, helping us, with us, and uh, will not leave us. And so he indwells. So this is uh, an amazing uh, progressive revelation that we and this is now this is as it is for us today uh, and thirdly we see so we see the old testament we see a, a, a sketching a picture of the spirit in the new testament jesus shares now the holy spirit and and then and but this is a spirit thirdly this is a spirit for us all this is the spirit for all and it's not just a power it's not a force it's a person a comfort and a counsellor, a helper to be with us and in us and for you and I. And so we, we see that, um, you know, the, the Holy Spirit, we must be born again, Jesus says in John chapter 3, verse 3, we're birthed. And so um, the Spirit is, we're born, when you're born again, we're birthed by the Spirit, born from above, born of the Spirit. And so in that sense, there's a supernatural dimension to our hearts and lives we're born of the spirit it's not a, not a sleeping partner the holy spirit is alive and alive in us and wants to be alive in us uh, and we need to be aware of that and and not only aware but desire that that he is alive in us otherwise um the fire will go out if we if we're not careful and so we're birthed and alive but we're born again then and which is quite incredible and this is for all christians not just pentecostals and so there's a i i, I used to share when i first came to our church we are naturally supernatural and how incredible is that and uh, we see that we're born not only born in but we're born into a family and so we understand in the holy spirit we're sealed with the promised spirit guaranteeing our inheritance it's in ephesians chapter 1 verses 13 and 14 and so we're sealed into a family we're born by the spirit now born into a family by the same person of the holy spirit which is quite incredible the family of god the family of God. And in Romans chapter 8, it's a whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Uh, it's in Romans 8. And so we're, we're sealed with a guarantee. The Holy Spirit is like a seal, a guarantee that we're in the family of God with all the inheritance of the family of God, whereby by that same Spirit, we cry, Father, dear Father. There's the heart of God in for you and I. 
and uh, you know we're born to live not only we're born again we're born into a family but the spirit enables us to be born to live and uh, there's a power that we can live our lives as well Acts chapter 1 verse 8 we, we, we see that Jesus says you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses so there is a power but it's a, a power that comes from a person the name, his name is the Holy Spirit and um, it's more than a, it's not a force but he's a person who gives us a real sense to live our lives and so you know it's, we're not powerless to resist temptation and evil and to overcome in this life and to deal with the, the challenges that we face in our lives and the difficulties that we have there is the power of the spirit and Jesus says that we are born to live and he'll help us in our hearts and in our lives so you know we as we introduce this 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 the the person of the Holy Spirit and sketched it in in all of about 15 minutes in in that short time you know our, my desire and our desire is fill my life Lord how amazing is the person of the Holy Spirit and in the weeks ahead we're going to discover and look at this and open our hearts all the more but uh, today I encourage you and I encourage my own heart look, fill my life Lord let's desire to live for God filled uh, fully influenced the word to be filled means fully influenced by the person of the Holy Spirit may you live a life that is influenced by the Holy Spirit uh, and know the power, presence and love of God in your heart and life.